Shalom, all praise, this glory, and honor to Abanawa Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai. This is a continuation of the um, the previous broadcast uh, that I did going into this um, agent or ex-agent for the FBI by the name of Gerald Susby, who is uh, being hit with directed energy weapons. He's being uh, retaliated against. Uh, the uh, journalist Ramola D is uh, interviewing him in regards of this technology. That's illegal, you know, so far as the Constitution, because supposedly America has, uh, you know, laws of the land, but nonetheless, the programs that the uh, FBI, the CIA, and all the other agencies, uh, they run clandestine programs against citizens that would be considered not only unconstitutional, but inhumane or crimes against humanity. So the point of me bringing out uh, this information is that one, it's, um, it's a very wicked, uh, plot being perpetrated against not only uh, U.S. citizens, but really against God's chosen people because this technology that they're using against civilians is ultimately to uh, depopulate. There's no other way around it because why would these people be torturing people uh, who haven't broken the law, you know, who are not terrorists, but are classified falsely as terrorists. So if they would do this to their own people, you know, people that work, you know, uh, supposedly uh, for their country, you know, this, uh, you know, man who was, a, you know, again, an ex-FBI agent, he's a Vietnam veteran, you know, and he's, uh, you know, supposedly served his country, but yet he's being tortured, you know, which goes to show you, man, hey, how satanic Babylon the Great is. And we have to realize that uh, ultimately this is their one world order agenda. The Bible go into how the red horse, you know, would basically bring uh, the sword, a great sword which is this devil's technology and his warfare and his plot to, uh, you know, depopulate the earth. So I'm going to continue this audio, and if I need to chime in, I will. Here we go. It's not exactly going to be where I left off. It might be a little bit, um, you know, you might have heard what I'm about to play in the previous broadcast, but I'll just start it at this point nonetheless. Here we go. everyone. Uh, they, they are allowing the FBI to get away with these things, and so we have public policy now. Public policy is an invisible law that affects everyone, and it means basically standard of operations uh, that are accepted by everyone without question. So that's what public policy is. And so the FBI now seems to have a public policy that they can terrorize people and get away with it, go into your neighborhood, 
tell your neighbors uh, lies about you, to make everybody hate you and despise you. They can ruin your life, and that's what they're doing, uh, Ramola. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're doing it under public policy, you see, rather than natural law that permits them to do this. Yeah, it's, it's hard to explain how this works. I think Mark Twain said that, uh, uh, it, it, you know, outrageous conduct that's permitted for a thousand years uh, is law. I mean, that sounds weird, but in other words, if it's, if it's going on for like a long period of time, mm -hmm. hundreds of years, then, then it's, it becomes law, and it overrides all other laws. That, that's the kicker. Public policy overrides all other laws. And when the FBI gets this court order against someone, uh, that court order is the law with respect to that particular target. The, 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 the target can't say, oh, what about my constitutional rights? What about this, my right to, to confront my witnesses, the right to due process? No, none of those apply because the law is what the judge says it is with regard to any particular target. I see. So and that's, that's a sad statement. Right, and that's opportunity for abuse right there. And as you're kind of showing to, to all of us, um, that it's, it's a kind of a setup that permits corruption and fraud, whereby the, the judges are kind of in the pocket of the FBI. They're there to do the FBI's bidding. They're paid thousands of dollars, and they do what they are told by the FBI. So you see the FBI as, in a sense, being, you know, situated above these judges and kind of giving them instructions and kind of, you know, setting the stage for fraud right there. Because even though they are operating like this is the law, they're essentially committing fraud by lying about people who are now named targets and, you know, targets and subjects of investigation. Yes, I'm trying to understand why they would do this to people. Uh, and the only conclusion I have is that the, the United States doesn't want to lose uh, control of the world. So in order to make sure that we stop all foreign uh, enemies and terrorists, we first have to make sure that our domestic population is under control. And this starts with the intelligence agencies. So when they want to target someone, uh, oftentimes they do it because the, the people they're targeting are insiders and they know what's going on. Uh, I think that's what's happened to, to me and Barbara and, and you and some of the other people like Karen Stewart. And one other thing you had mentioned previously about open records, let me just say, mm -hmm. uh, I've had some experience with open records. There's federal open records laws and there's state uh, freedom of inf open records law. Right. The, the federal law is, is the Freedom of Information. It's called FOIA. Right. Freedom of Information Act. The local state laws usually have to do with what's called Open Records Act. Now, mm -hmm. these people ignore the law when they want to. And you had asked me once before, uh, how can they just, you know, what about these open records laws? Are they any good? No. Uh, I've had several instances where they completely denied me. And one has to do with that postal inspector coming out from a home to threaten me. Mm -hmm. But they deny me the records, almost all the records, all the pertinent records. How do they do it? Well, they, they cite various statutes, that the federal and state statutes, that, that give exemptions mm -hmm. to the police or any other agency right. that wants to refuse. They want to, am I talking too fast here? Oh, no, exemptions, ex that's exactly right. I was just saying, yes, absolutely. I've gotten those letters from the FBI and the CIA citing exemptions. Refusing yeah. to give information. Well, what they do, well, yeah, they, here's basically the main exemptions have to do 
with confidential sources of information that are provided to these uh, evil groups, uh, the FBI and the DEA and all these other groups. Uh, they're providing information. The source, the, the name of the individual is never released. That's federal and state law. They won't release the source. They want to protect the source. And so another one that they use is it's a continuing investigation. Bear in mind here that the U.S. Postal Inspector, Nipping, and his uh, uh, little sidekick, Conrad Rodriguez of Texas DPS, these guys came into my home and threatened me and my wife, and then later when I tried to get a copy of, of their phony report, they wouldn't let me have it. Of course they didn't want me to have it because it was a fraud. Everything they did was a lie. Mm -hmm. And they knew when they came here that, that we didn't, that we were not involved in any kind of postal uh, uh, crime that Senator Cornyn mm -hmm. cooperated with the FBI just to set me up for an investigation. Yes. Imagine a United States Senator who was supposed to respond to me and, and maybe assist me in stopping the torture of me and my wife. Instead, he didn't answer my letters at all. He's, he put my name as a suspect uh, of a crime committed in his office because he wanted to retaliate against me for complaining. So this is another point. Anyone who complains uh, by letter or email to the United States Congress, including senators and representatives, uh, be careful because they might list you as a terrorist. And I think that's what they did. With, they were trying to shut me up. Uh, and that's why these guys came on so strong against me. Well, this is what I mean. This is this is the kind of fraud that's being carried out openly by these agencies. Writing to a senator should be precisely the kind of thing that any civic-minded citizen should be able to do at any time, right? Being able to express your views and uh, make suggestions and ask questions and uh, deliver complaints. Most definitely, that should be a part of any kind of functional democracy. But, uh, you know, I've also had the exact same experience of writing to senators about these chemtrails and aerosols and then finding that I'm the subject of being targeted and being uber severe shortly after. So, you know, the, the, the thing that you are bringing to the table over here, Gerald, is that just, the, the FBI... Hold on. I just wanted to ask you, just uh, the reporter, Ramola D, she was talking about how she was targeted uh, for going into the uh, chemtrails, the aerosols that's being sprayed in the air just by her going into that that made her uh, targeted to the point where they're hitting her with directed energy weapons and slander campaigns and having what's known as a contract stalking, gang stalking, organized harassment where a group of people will retaliate against one person or persons in a, you know, in an organized way, you know, using psychological warfare tactics, you know, such as vehicular harassment, aggressive uh, driving, or, you know, uh, basically um, what they call offensive or defensive driving meaning you might be in a situation where where you're running late for work and they will purposely box you in to make you late you know cause you know different uh traffic issues and also was known as street theater where a targeted individual will go to a store and these people are in place to run these skits 
that are meant to provoke the person who is targeted. And so Gerald Susby, as well as Ramola uh, D, is going into, you know, the, uh, the program, as what it's called. And the other people, the other agencies that are doing the targeting, know perfectly well that you are absolutely innocent. They know perfectly well that you are not a terrorist. They know perfectly well there's no reason to surveil you or investigate you. So literally what they are doing is they are running a massive fraudulent scheme over here. You know, and is there money associated with it? Is there, is this a lucrative thing for the feds to do? That's right, exactly right. And you know, there's so many sad things that are hitting us here in, in this country. And you had mentioned something earlier about uh, freedom of speech. So. What's happening is with this watch list, you know, being placed on a government watch list uh, is big money in these, uh, you know, uh, programs. You know, this is defense budget spending, you know, billions of dollars that's being uh, distributed, you know, throughout the uh, government sectors to private sectors, you have what they call um, government contractors that's in uh, national security or, you know, uh, you know, the different uh, private security firms and they get a hold of this technology and the tactics and the civilians are uh, basically recruited. You have the um, fusion centers that share information, you know, the uh, federal agencies and the law enforcement agencies, they're all working together. And so if a person is watch listed or put on a terrorist watch list, that information is, sh is shared, you know, basically worldwide, but specifically in America. So a person was targeted could travel from state to state and the harassment, the directed energy weapons and all the, the confusion that comes with being uh, targeted, you know, will follow that person. Slander campaigns, you know, uh, these people following, you know, the person who was targeted, uh, the, um, the defamation, you know, the blacklisting, you know, with jobs, people who are targeted have a tremendous amount of issues staying at a particular job because of the slander campaigns where these uh, surveillance role players or perpetrators, gang stalkers, go around spreading lies, misinformation, slander to get people to turn against you, to get even your own family or friends or neighbors to, uh, to basically look at you as if you are a problem. And your neighbors will uh, watch you as they being instructed to, uh, you know, look out for so-called any suspicious activity it's a 
It's a money grab, man. These people are falsely accusing people of terrorism. People are thrown on a watch list. And these people are making money because ultimately uh, the whole uh, terrorism, you know, um, label, you know, especially during 9-11, that was all, you know, orchestrated. It was uh, basically a false flag. You know, anybody believe that those towers fell the way that the media have pushed the narrative, you are sadly mistaken. Because what happened with, uh, what's the, uh, I think it was a tower. Which one? I think it was five or whatever. Like, I can't remember. It was, a, it was one of the buildings that wasn't even hit with the so-called airplanes, yet it fell. It was a controlled demolition. So with all of that, that brought in the Patriot Act. And the Patriot Act is a, is a law that is supposed to fight against terrorism. So people who are civilians in the United States or other countries uh, under the Patriot Act, you could be persecuted without due process as a terrorist or a dissident or an enemy combatant. So with the Patriot Act, it allowed these covert, secretive, you know, uh, basically your, uh, your constitutional rights or, or, you know, don't exist as if they already have, but you definitely won't have any constitutional or even human rights because they are assaulting people, torturing people, and even assassinating people and covering it up for so-called national security sake. So here we go. I'm going to finish uh, playing this. Here we go. Freedom of speech is being shut down. The FBI is actually shutting down these intermediaries uh, all over the world. I'm being banned from uh, intermedias everywhere. I'm, I'm being locked out of a group called uh, uh, Discuss. Uh, now, when they do this, they're, they're indirectly, or in some cases directly, uh, ignoring the First Amendment, the right to freedom of speech, Absolutely. freedom to express your concerns. Mm -hmm. And then uh, now they're trying to take the weapons away from the people, a uh, violation of the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Now, no one likes to see a mass shooting. That's true. Uh, anyone who goes crazy and goes out. But let me tell you, the FBI encourages mass shootings. We've seen it in Myron May, in Aaron Alexis, and then the FBI got online and said, oh, Gerald Sosby is a combat veteran from Vietnam, therefore he is a murderer. Now imagine what I felt when I read that. And then they said, uh, be careful because Gerald Sosby might decide to go in and shoot up a school. Now, this, this, all this is documented on my website, uh, Ramola. Mm -hmm. Imagine the, 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 these crazy and FBI. Now, when they do this, they expect their target to go crazy. That's what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. They expected something. See, that's what the slander campaigns and the, the provocation, you know, the directed energy weapons torture, the uh, sleep deprivation, um, and just really the chaotic 
scenario around the person who is targeted. They want to drive that person to the point where they lash out. That's what he's talking about. And he's saying that they're actually encouraging these uh, mass shootings based off of false flag events. Because you notice that whenever there's been a uh, so-called, I keep saying so-called, I'm going to stop saying that. But whenever it's been a, um, a particular mass shooting, if you uh, research and, you know, go through the news articles and, and just information out there, you find out that these people were already uh, on the radar. They were already being surveilled and investigated. So if they're investigated, why were they allowed to commit such, you know, violent acts? Because as uh, Gerald Susby say, they're, they're actually um, manipulating the situation to, to drive fear in, in the uh, masses of people in America, and then also pushing gun control laws. So it's all a orchestrated plan. These are false flag events. It's not just something that, um, you know, that's, you know, basically random. He went into, um, I think he said Aaron Alexis. It was either Aaron Alexis or Meyer May. So the, these were situations where uh, these, you know, unfortunately, um, black men have retaliated, you know, against, you know, basically who they perceived as, uh, you know, being perpetrators specifically with uh, Aaron Alexis. He was the Navy Yard shooter. And so... Uh, he was being tortured, and unfortunately, you know, he uh, he retaliated against those people at the Navy Yard, and so they ignored the fact that he uh, was complaining about being tortured and sleep deprivation and stuff like that. So it's all orchestrated, man, because these people that are actually controlling. Uh, this society are Luciferians. They don't have uh, any allegiance to even the, you know, the so-called Constitution. They're, they're, they have a whole nother agenda, and it don't include human rights of the civilians. These people uh, believe and feel they're above the law, and they're operating outside of the law.
But uh, this is what the very important point. Go ahead. Yes, you know what I was thinking as you were speaking was what they're really doing is they're engaging in psychological warfare. You know, and we talked a little bit last time about how we're literally living in a war zone, and some people don't know it, but other people do. And what we're what we're what's what we're right in the middle of is a psychological war zone. You know, this is they're they're running psyops. On those whom they target, and they're getting people around them to run psyops on the target, just to, as you say, have them either be driven mad, be driven insane by the lunacy that's been going on all around them, or present as insane by simply speaking about it, by speaking about being stopped, by speaking about being color coded, by speaking about people echoing things that they're saying. Yeah. So what she's saying is that what what these uh, agencies are doing is they trying to drive uh, the, the people who are targeted insane by constant provocation. That's what the surveillance role players are meant for, constantly following the targeted individual and doing a series of highly orchestrated uh, psyops, psychological operations, or as she's saying, uh, people were targeted. Uh, they speak about being stalked and followed, and for the most part, uh, people who aren't experiencing that, they could actually perceive that the person is mentally ill, and that's all by design. So these people who created the uh, the psyops, they're psychiatrists. They actually know about dark psychology which is mind manipulation. You know, when you have uh, the narcissistic personality, they know how to manipulate people, you know. Usually people that are empaths, people that are um, sympathetic or empathetic, where you have the narcissistic personality that are, that are basically psychotic. So they perceive that people who generally uh, care for people as a weakness, something that they can manipulate and control. That's what the whole mind control, MK Ultra was based off of manipulation, dark psychology, really satanic ritual abuse, which is SRA, manipulation, because cults, you know, church cults, they use those tactics to, you know, to manipulate people uh, such as, uh, you know, Jonestown. We had an Edomite by the name of Jim Jones that, from what they say, was a CIA operative. Got a whole bunch of black folks to relocate to Guyana, uh, and uh, I think that's in Central America, if I'm not mistaken. And they created the uh, what they call the People's Temple. And they lived in, you know, basically this remote uh, area, you know, in the jungle or, you know, basically away from civilization. And, you know, these were Jakes that that lived here in America and they relocated. You know, a lot of them were on welfare and a lot of them were elderly, you know, black folks and you had young folks too. And they went over there and it became uh, where they were prisoners, so to speak. And 
America started investigating because uh, people started complaining, you know, basically saying that they were being mistreated, you know, they were being oppressed. So they sent a, I think, a senator and like a news crew to investigate to see, you know, if the people that were complaining, if the claims were true and certain people, they wanted to leave. And what ended up happening was uh, they, you know, when they were about to uh, board the plane after they had, you know, basically got a report of what was going on, uh, they were, you know, the, I think the senator and the news crew, they were ambushed by the uh, by Jim Jones' cult followers. And um, uh, the, I believe the um, senator or congressman uh, was killed, and I think some of the news crew, and I think some of them uh, were, you know, I think one or a few of them were able to escape. And what ended up happening was Jim Jones uh, end up using a Kool-Aid that had a poison in it, and they all uh, committed suicide, you know, the a uh, lot of the members. I think it was over 900 people. And it's also been said that um, a lot of the people, they were murdered, you know, like uh, by force. So... It was really uh, a situation where it's still a lot of uh, questions that's unanswered. But nonetheless, you know, that could have been a uh, PSYOP, which people were saying that it was, you know, basically uh, a program ran on, uh, my, you know, people who are religious, uh, you know, devout followers, you know, because these people were supposedly Christians and they were taken advantage of because they viewed Jim Jones as this savior. You know, he's an Edomite, you know, and black folks are brainwashed to believe that so-called white people are their saviors because they believe that Jesus is uh, white. So, you know, a lot of... Uh, information that's coming out is saying that a lot of these cult situations they're mind control experiments you know you know by sort of presenting the kind of face of paranoia which is then diagnosed by you know an obliging doctor or psychiatrist who comes along and you know helps America's red terror over here by giving a misdiagnosis or false diagnosis and uh, propels the the unfortunately victimized target by re-victimizing the target and you know sending the the target into a psych ward so that's one form of incarceration they've got prepared and the other kind is what you are also reporting is the entrapment you know provoking extreme provocation uh, to the point where they expect the target to lash out in a blind fury and then along will come law enforcement and, you know, uh, arrest you and take you off to a jail cell, right? Yes, and you and I were speaking uh, last time about uh, one of the targets, uh, David Atkins. They yes. wanted this, this guy. He's probably a very nice guy and a peaceful man, and he was videotaping these two FBI thugs mm -hmm. uh, who were trying to provoke him. 
how it's very clear to me when I see that video, and, and incidentally, as I mentioned before, these two guys were attempting to, to murder him uh, by forcing him in, into a final exit. Uh, they're, they're furthering the interests of the FBI when they do that, and they should be charged, those two, two guys should be charged with attempted murder or as accessories, or at the very least uh, uh, with what's called threat by intimidation. There's all kinds of laws that can address this kind of uh, chicanery by these FBI operatives. So by them running psychological uh, warfare operations, you know, provocation, they're trying to entrap the person, trying to get them to commit a crime, you know, that's, that's where the street theater come in, constant provocation, highly um, stressful situation, sleep deprivation, to the point where people get frustrated, the traffic, you know, the vehicular harassment, the d different methods that they use are all psyops to try to get the person to snap. And then what? The media covers it up. The psychiatry field covers it up, you know. So when a situation happens and it becomes, you know, news, they already put the spin on it. Oh, this person was crazy. They were mentally ill, but these people were saying they were just driven to the point of no return. That's wicked, man. This shows that America is Babylon the Great. It is the most wicked, evil place on the planet, man. The, the things that these people are doing and they're getting away with and they're so emboldened because, you know, the Lord... Actually, as the Bible say in uh, Job 9 and 24, the earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So because the earth was given into them, you know, they're, uh, you know, doing all of these things, man, that are, that are horrible, man. You know, oppressing the, the earth. You know, the whole, whole earth is under you know, uh, uh, on lockdown, you know, people that are targeted could travel pretty much anywhere in the world. And that satanic evil system is uh, still within reach because America's, you know, military and, and influence and money, it, it can cross any country. So a person who is targeted think they can go to a remote, city or town in a, you know, Central or South America, that bullshit is going to follow them. The satellites is going to follow them. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. But, uh, Interesting. The authorities are not they're not interested in it. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, So You're suggesting that there is some possibility there for people to actually, you know, kind of solicit the law and solicit the court system and the justice system to get some justice over here when people are being tormented and persecuted like this by the by the FBI and by local police and by the fusion centers. You know, is if there if there is a way uh, for people to, um, you know, to get into the court system and and sue them. I think a lot of people would be interested. So if you have any advice in that direction, I think people would be interested in hearing it. Well, I, I, I don't, and incidentally, I don't offer any legal advice to anyone. Um, 
I'm not an expert on these things. I'm just sharing my personal. Oh, right. I uh, don't mean in that sense. Yeah. And, and it's my personal observations are uh, a little bit uh, influenced by, by my understanding of the law, but I don't want to hold out hope or methods to deal with it. Here's one thing. Okay. Recently, over the past few years, I have tried to prosecute uh, several thugs who come at me. Mm -hmm. One, I was successful. Alonzo Giannis uh, assaulted me with a Class C misdemeanor assault, Class C, and I, I finally, after the police refused to take my report repeatedly, I finally found a police agency who would take my report, and we put him in court, and he admitted to it. He, he pled no contest. Uh, I didn't get to go to the court because the, the FBI stole my mail again uh, to prevent me from showing up. Uh, oh, no. They took the summons out of the mailbox. I see. So, and other instances, uh, the district attorney refuses to prosecute cases. The city attorney refuses. Uh, I had dealings with these people, and the attorney general won't even answer my letters anymore. You have to go through the attorney general. I'm talking about the state attorney general, not... So he's saying that basically even to try to sue or, or you know, bring in a lawsuit, the, the courts are so corrupt because they all working together. You know, the judges and, uh, you know, people who are, um, you know, the legal field, you know, attorneys, they're all juiced in. And they all work against the person who's being uh, victimized. Bible go into... Uh, a false balance. That's an, uh, that's a perfect example of a false balance. The Heavenly Father hates a false balance. So because the systems are so rigged and corrupt, you can't get justice. You know, uh, it might be situations where a person may be able to, you know, sue and maybe get some form of, uh, you know, uh, progress, you know, never true justice, but it's been situations where perpetrators have been uh, tried and convicted, but that's the lower level ones, you know, that, you know, pretty much go overboard with the stalking and harassment and defamation that they end up leaving a paper trail, you know, they end up, uh, you know, so many words, uh, leave so much evidence that you know, they could be convicted, just like it was a a woman who was uh, slandering and sending um, mail to the lady's children, man, saying real horrible stuff about their mother, and it was a lot of proof, so that woman got convicted. Also, you had the uh, eBay executives that was stalking and harassing this couple that was writing reviews about eBay, you know, and the business practices. And so the executives, uh, they retaliated against that couple and it was a whole bunch of evidence. They was doing all kind of bullshit, man. They was sending mail with, uh, uh, you know, I think it was like a, they sent like pig blood in a package and they was doing all kind of crazy shit, man, and they end up getting convicted, you know, so you might have little situations like that, but the people that are orchestrating it, they're above the law, so 
that's why there's really been no successful uh, cases against people that are being, one, tortured, you know, crimes against humanity, and then also the uh, harassment, stalking, you know. That's a crime, man. Organized harassment where people get together and they correspond on um, on the Internet, which is communications. These are all different laws that are broken. But because the system is so corrupt, they're actually allowing these people to uh, victimize and bully and gang up on one person that that's falsely accused of terrorism, you know. So these perpetrators, they're they're getting paid, you know, they're making a you know money for uh, stalking, man, for going around lying, slandering, uh, presenting false information or slander, and uh, purposely going to people's jobs to to plant uh, division, you know. So. A person who is uh, targeted, they're constantly around a hostile work environment because people are going behind their backs, talking shit and lying and getting people to uh, hate you. So you don't even know what's being said about you because they're going around your back and getting people to hate you based off of the bullshit that they created. And that also links to the social credit score. If you're an activist or a, uh, you know, a religious person, you know, uh, where, you know, because this whole targeting thing, you know, it, it covers all social classes and so-called religions and and just anybody, even if you're not uh, a person who is uh, vocal, you might not even have a social media page or whatever like that where you're speaking out against certain things like police brutality or, or the you know the jab. Um, you could just be in a situation where uh, you found yourself uh, on the list. Because they're just throwing anybody on it because these people are making money. They don't really have a, a, a le legitimate reason why they are, you know, getting billions of dollars for defense. Because, you know, these people, they concoct villains, you know. They have to create a boogeyman. And being that there's no real book boogeyman other than the people that are actually blaming and accusing people of being terrorists, <laughs> they got they'll just they just gotta uh, create these situations and scenarios and just throw people on the list and then hope the shit stick by trying to provoke people to commit crimes so they can justify. You know, basically, they're programs, man. Not the, not the U.S. attorney. Okay. But the state attorney general uh, is needed sometime to remind the local police and the city council and so forth that they have to 
honor the Open Records Act. Well, uh, the Attorney General doesn't even answer my letters or my phone calls. So you can see that there's these people have shut, they've got a brick wall when it comes to opening the records up to a targeted individual. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just a horrible situation that the FBI has created. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I was so frustrated. I, 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 at one time, I filed a complaint with the state bar alleging that one of these officials is obstructing justice because I had overwhelming proof, including the admission mm -hmm. from, the, from the criminal himself yeah, uh, so we, uh, uh, that he committed the crime. Mm -hmm. So would you see that all of this really points, would you say that this, all of this really points to a kind of takeover of the criminal, criminal justice system by these oh, no. agencies? Yes, and look, remember that there's, you know, the, the criminal justice system, let me mention, this is very important to touch on there. Uh, the criminal justice system is, is a horrible way to uh, imprison and kill innocent people. Uh, oftentimes they're set up by these phony stings and entrapments, uh, mm -hmm. not completely dissimilar to the kinds of entrapment that they're putting on targets in a civil manner. Mm -hmm. But uh, the, the criminal justice system is rotten, and it's, they've got a lot of power under that criminal justice system to launch all kinds of phony investigations against people. You know, that's what this thing was trying to do to me when he came out to my home to threaten me and my wife. However, mm -hmm. that's not the end of the story. The FBI has created what's, what I call a, a new, unheralded or secret uh, quasi-criminal justice system. That's, that report is found on my academia.edu. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone can read it. But it, it'll, it'll show if someone will read it carefully that the FBI cleverly has devised a new civil criminal justice system is what I would phrase, uh, I would call it. Uh, this is completely outrageous that the FBI gets away with this. Uh, and, and it's this new secret uh, criminal justice system that I think is tied into the secret federal court orders from these federal magistrates uh, because they're, they're overlap. They're all, and, and in my paper on that subject at academia, I, I touch on some of these things. So we have a, uh, we have a so he's talking about the FISA court. These are secret proceedings, which is, you know, basically by law, um, convicting people, you know, off the record, so to speak, because people that are targeted, uh, for the most part, don't have records. You know, so with these secret proceedings, you're not present. You know, these people are you know, pretty much deciding your fate based off of whatever evidence that they, you know, so-called have or created to, to justify them retaliating against you. And so these aren't public records. You, you don't even know what you're being accused of, you know. Um, if you do happen to uh, run your name through like on those social media credit systems, you know, or platforms like it's truth, like True Finder or uh, My Life, what's the other one, Been Verified, uh, your name could pop up as uh, being on a watch list as I uh, ran my name, my slave name, uh, 
through being verified and true finder and I was flagged as uh, being uh, a so, uh, I keep saying so-called, I, I do apologize, please forgive me for that, I'm, I've been up uh, all day, man, I mean, I've been, I've been going, going pretty hard, so Lord's will, I can, you know, kind of rest up and get my mind to uh, rest and stuff like that, but I wanted to do this broadcast, I wanted to uh, finish it because I was listening to uh, the previous broadcast and I had, you know, I kind of uh, cut off the video audio. Uh, I could have let it play a little bit longer, so that's why I'm doing this. But nonetheless, like I was saying, um, you can run your name through and uh, being, being verified will, will uh, basically say if you're on the watch list, you know, through the uh, FBI, CIA, DOJ, and Interpol. But, you know, there's no public records of why. They're just, you know, it's that saying, I'm white and I say so. They say people are terrorists because they say so, which is bullshit, you know, because it's, you know, what they're doing is actually criminal, but because they make the laws and uh and they're in power they can say whatever and people go along with it even family members that believe the bullshit you know and friends and co-workers or whatever like that because these people uh supposedly are credible but when you really go into the history these these uh, agencies have been nothing but oppressive, specifically against God's chosen people. You know, so-called Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans. So, um, protesting for civil and human rights is considered subversive in the system. Bible says uh, that the whole world is out of course so actually wanting justice and and freedom and you know a right to uh live you know even uh in the constitution you know, uh, you know life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that shit don't exist you know because this you know this place is our oppression, man. This this is our captivity. This this country is one big prison planet, and they run it like it under the system of, you know, Edomite supremacy. So the targeted individual program is just another satanic device by these Edomites. You know, that's all it is, man. It's it's just another uh, form of Satan's devices. And the Bible say that we're not ignorant of Satan's devices. And when they uh, really get to persecuting God's people, you know, in these last days, specifically brothers and sisters out there that know that they're Israelites, they're going to use their media and all other forms of uh, propaganda to make you know, 
our people seem like they're the worst thing on planet, the worst thing on the planet. Meaning, with this whole uh, anti-Semitic talk, you know, putting black folks out there like as if they're fucking Hitler or something. So they're actually changing the narrative, man. The most oppressive people that have been on a that's on the planet, you know, specifically here in America, are now considered anti-Semitic. Because these people that are claiming to be our identity are working right along with, you know, the world system because they're in power. So when you go into Psalm 83, these people... The different nations are truly confederate against us. They all come together under one accord. That's why we can never get no um, anti-black crime bill because under the system of benign neglect, uh, it's meant to uh, persecute us and constantly oppress us while uh, entrapment, is, entrapment is in place. Horrible problem here now with the FBI in complete control uh, of anyone they want to entrap or trick mm-hmm. or provoke mm-hmm. that they can get them in trouble very easily with one of these two systems. The one that's popularly known as the criminal justice system mm-hmm. and the other one that I just described. Go ahead, please. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, I think in the last conversation we had, you'd also mentioned how they're constantly trying to profile the target. So literally through this process of parallel construction that they've set up for themselves, you know, first they accuse people of crimes that they make up, that they fabri- fabricate utterly, that they put down on paper, and then they go get the federal magistrate judge to, to sign something and say this is a court-authorized order. And now, based on this, we're going to tell everybody that this person is under federal investigation, etc. They do that, and then they rush around trying hard to frame and profile the target and, you know, entrap and harass and provoke the target into doing something, which will then feed into the story that they have already fabricated, right? So... That's correct. Uh, This business of profiling is the biggest fraud ever put over on Americans uh, ever that I can imagine. These guys, uh, like uh, Conrad uh, Rodriguez and these FBI profilers, they go to these little schools where a psychologist or a psychiatrist will come in and tell them uh, the, the various characteristics of a person who might engage in uh, uh, some type of criminal activity, uh, such as kidnapping or uh, robbery or uh, explosives or that sort of thing. Well, then the FBI goes out with their buddies, and they start fabricating stuff to, to make sure that this that this suspect or target uh, fits into the profile that was given to them by these academics in psychology who are paid by the FBI to invent this stuff. Uh, th- these these profilers are just big hypocrites and frauds. I've never seen anything like it. It's the dirtiest business, that, uh, in my estimation, that they, that they use this against people. Uh, Ramola, mm-hmm. and they entrap them, they stick them up, uh, they put my name at the scene of a crime because I had sent an email, I think, to uh, Senator uh, Cornyn uh, 
about being uh, harassed and terrorized. Well, someone decided to profile me. So they decided that maybe I'm a, I'm a threat. So, oh, during the interview, I may have mentioned this before, and excuse me if I did, mm-hmm. uh, Conrad Rodriguez, the Texas DPS guy, said, are you angry with the FBI? Well, if you admit to being angry, right there, you're going to be profiled as a violent person. Oh, right, so said, right, no, yeah. Yeah, I said, no, I'm just frustrated that no one will investigate the felonies being committed against me. Then mm-hmm. he said... Are you doing your work online for the benefit of humanity? Well, Ramola, that's another red flag. <laughs> if, you say, if you say, oh, yes, I'm trying to serve mankind. Mm-hmm. Well, don't say that to these lunatics because then they'll record that you are you fit the profile of a, of a crazy person who thinks he's a megalomaniac, who thinks he's a, a god. So you can't make those kinds of you statements. You can't win with these people. And I... Yeah, you can't win, Gerald. These, I mean, I'm sorry, I think the key word over there that you said is lunatics. These people are lunatic, the FBI. These guys are mad. They're insane. And as you say, you know, they're going and hiring university professors. They're, they're hiring people with training in psychiatry and psychology, but then getting them to sort of set out a profile that they can then fit people into. Right, and then they harass and provoke people, and then they force, they elicit, right? They get people to confess that yes, they're angry at the FBI. Now, why should it be, you know, a crime to say you're angry at the FBI or you're angry at the police when they do horrific things and they do fraudulent things and they do ghastly things as they're currently doing? I think the right, the the proper and sane response should be for everybody to be angry at the state of affairs in the country. Should be should to be angry at the kind of secrecy that permits this kind of a state of affairs to you know, persist in the country. So- the scriptures say, be angry, but sin not. So, uh, in the Bible also say, surely oppression make of a wise man mad, but the gift destroy the heart. So, but in this society, they view uh, being angry or upset as, you know, uh, potentially being violent, you know, and that's the narrative that they want to push. That's, that's how they were able to uh, destroy the Black Panthers, you know, because they were being uh, profiled as being subversive, and they were, you know, they were they were fed up with being mistreated, you know, and so they organized and and uh, started try to clean up the neighborhood. But again, it was sabotage. You know, they flooded the uh, the communities with drugs, as the CIA is uh, is you know have been exposed that they were involved in, you know, basically funneling crack in the Negro community in uh, Los Angeles, California. Gary Webb, he exposed the uh, CIA connection with the uh, crack cocaine epidemic that was meant to target Negroes, to destroy communities, drug addicts, drug dealers, crime, murder, broken families, you know, children who were uh, pretty much raised by their grandparents uh, because their mothers or fathers were strung out on crack. So it's always been a, a consorted effort to destroy our, our very existence, man, our communities as a people. So, you know, one thing about uh, this truth, it, it lets us know what, you know, basically what these people have uh, been doing all along, man. You know, Bible say, 
that there's no counsel against the Lord. So although these situations uh, are happening, the Lord is in control. So other than that, I'm going to end the broadcast. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Abunawa Yahweh, Bashem Yahweh Shai. Shalom to the family and stay strong. Brothers and sisters, always remember, uh, don't fall for these games. Shalom.